Does your vote count? Why even vote? It seems like my candidate never wins. My candidate always loses. Does it really matter if I vote? And it's just all corrupt anyway. This is an argument that we hear all the time around election season. Should we vote or should we not vote? Does our vote even count? Does our vote even matter? Well, I'm here to tell you it really matters, and I will tell you why. Hello, everybody. I'm Janice Christensen, and this is The Tangled Angle. Here on this podcast, we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in politics, government, and American history, and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband, Dan Christensen, who is in the House of Representatives. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. We just had the primary election here in Washington state, and voter turnout, as usual, was low. It was about 40% of all eligible voters voted. And this is typical primary elections for the midterm elections coming up this November 2022 and all other midterm years, which means not a presidential year. They typically have low voter turnout. And there's a number of reasons for this. And midterm elections have a higher voter turnout in our state on average. In November, they're anticipating about 63% of all eligible voters will vote, according to statistics I looked up since about the year 2000. And in presidential elections, they have about an 80% registered voter turnout here in Washington state since the year 2000. And I did the averages here that this is rough numbers. And so about 60% of the eligible voting age population in our state votes. So ever since my husband was in the legislature starting in 2003, we've heard this argument every election year. Should primary voters vote? And it doesn't matter. Why should we vote in the primary? There are two sides to this issue regarding the the primary here in Washington state. First of all, the primary election determines who is going to be on the ballot for the general election. And in Washington state, we have what they call a jungle primary, meaning that both parties are on the same ballot on who voters want to progress to the general election. And first of all, this is really messed up. We are only one of three or four states that has this. And in 2004, Washington became the first state to adopt a top two primary system for congressional and state level elections, which means the two top vote getters go on to the general election regardless of party. And in 2010, California also adopted this. And Nebraska has kind of an unusual system, and so does Alaska. But for the sake of argument, there's only two or three states in the United States that runs their primaries the way Washington state does. It's really messed up. It's dysfunctional. And typically in all the rest of America, when you vote in a primary, you have to declare party prior to voting. Some say in a closed primary, you have to declare your party 
far in advance of an election. Others say in an open primary on election day, you can just say, I want to vote the Republican ballot today, or I want to vote the Democrat ballot today. And then you go in the voting booth and you vote only for one party and who should be that party's nominee to go on to the general. Well, in Washington state, both parties appear on the same ballot. And this is very unusual for the United States of America. And it's very dysfunctional. And I remember this debate back in 2004, when the initiative was on the ballot, when my husband was in the Washington State House of Representatives, and the top two primary was made into law by voters in 2004 through the initiative process. And it passed by about 60% of the vote. And the system was challenged and the two parties argued over it and they hired a bunch of lawyers. But the Washington State Supreme Court in 2008 held up this odd jungle primary system. And it's been in effect since 2008. And I remember back when they were debating this, it was a fierce challenge as to why some wanted to change it. All the rest of the other states run their primaries differently than we do here in Washington. Well, mostly, like I said, California, Nebraska is a little odd. And in Alaska, the top four go on to the general. But here in Washington state back in those days, there was a group of people with the harebrained idea that they wanted to vote for the man. They wanted to vote for the person and their personality and their own beliefs. They wanted to do away with the narrow and limiting requirement that the candidate had to choose a party. And this is absolutely insane because people who do not understand how government works thinks this is a good idea. Oh, well, they won't be holding they won't be beholden to any one party. Well, they don't know how government works. It's all about numbers. For instance, once an elected representative for the House or the Senate gets to Olympia in Washington state, they caucus with the party. They either caucus with the Democrats or they caucus with the Republicans. There is no Lone Ranger mentality that you're going to be above it all and you're going to be past it all. And some in Olympia have decided they're independent. Once in a while, I saw this down there. So they don't, so this elected person doesn't caucus with either party and they remain an ineffective and useless island unto themselves. Being in politics is about working with others, collaborating with others across the aisle, trying to find common ground with other people while working out the differences. And those who claimed they wanted to be independent and not have to caucus with either party is just a really ineffective island unto themselves, and they get nothing done. They're loners in an area of life where you're not supposed to be a loner. You have to be part of a team to get anything done. This is the same in any corporation, in any business, in any job, in any sporting team. You have to work with the team to accomplish the goals. There's no such thing as, well, I'm going to be independent and I'm not going to caucus with either party because I'm above it all. Well, not really. It's just ineffective. Well, this was the whole driving force of why we ended up with this jungle primary system in Washington state. And the left the whole time was screaming, well, this will simplify the general election ballot, which is an insult to the voters, insinuating that we couldn't figure out during the primary, gee, do we want a Republican ballot or do we want a Democrat ballot for the primary? And they said, well, this will eliminate spoiler candidates, which is absurd because this happens anyway. You can't, you can't avoid somebody getting on the ballot that isn't really true to their party's standards. And they said, well, this will increase the power of the voters. 
which they really meant would increase the power of those who are already in power, because it's very difficult for a a challenger to defeat an incumbent, regardless of the primary system and regardless of what's on the general election ballot. It's very difficult to unseat an incumbent. Yes, it happens. Yes, we just saw it happen with Liz Cheney in her defeat in Wyoming. But that's really not typical. And so in the primary, they say, why should we vote if this is such a mess? Well, your vote does count and every voter should vote. I personally like the primary system that the rest of the nation has where you have to claim a party, either Democrat or Republican, because those who vote in the primary typically pay more attention. So let's just take the Republican Party, which I'm very familiar with. If only Republicans or claimed Republicans can have to declare a party and vote for the Republican nominee for the general, typically these people are paying a little bit more attention. They know the differences between the Republican candidates on the ballot. They've listened to them. They've done a little research. Primary voters are not typically the ones that get shocked when the ballot shows up on around election time thinking, oh gosh, it's time to vote again. No, primary voters are the ones that have typically paid a little bit more attention and know what's going on. And so I think those are the people that should choose who goes on to the general election, because these people have been paying attention. These people are understanding who these candidates are and what's been happening. And the same with the Democrats. If you want your Democrat to be on the ballot for the general election, shouldn't the Democrats get to pick who that is? And what happens is to say, well, there's crossover voting, where in all these other states, people sneak over to the other side and say, I'm a Republican, but I want to sneak over and vote Democrat for the primary when you have to declare in the primary. So what? There's not really enough of these people to make a difference. I mean, again, I'm generalizing. There could be. But typically, there's not enough of these, quote unquote, crossover voters to really sway who ends up on the general election ballot. But yes, back to my point, does your vote matter? It definitely matters. You know, those on the left want you to think, oh, it doesn't really matter. These are the ones that push it. Oh, it doesn't really matter. Just ignore the elections. Your vote doesn't really matter. Don't vote. Your candidate loses all the time anyway. But this is not what the left does. They call on every union member, all the teachers unions, all the labor unions, all the home health care union workers. Be sure to get out and vote. And they cheat. And if you've seen the movie 2000 Mules, they cheat. It's an organized cheat. And they get every vote they can possibly imagine, whether it's legal or illegal. And those of us on the right think, oh, well, this isn't really going to matter. This is a cop out. Because if, if Republicans truly voted, then we would win. Because there's more of us than there are of them. They're just better organized than we are. And they tend to stick together better. And for example, There was a really hot primary race this month that we just had in Washington State in the 3rd Congressional District, where a patriot and a Trump-backed candidate named Joe Kent was going up against Jamie Herrera Butler, who voted to impeach Trump. And she'd been the Republican incumbent for quite a few terms. And it turned out that Joe Kent pulled it out with only 1,096 votes over Jamie Herrera Butler. Now, the candidate field was really diluted with a whole bunch of other Republicans, which is another problem in Washington state. 
that the Republicans have because we dilute the ballot when we put so many Republicans for one race and we shoot ourselves in the foot. And then the Democrats go on to win the seat because we split the vote between too many Republicans. So the Republican doesn't even make it to the general ballot, which is sad. This dilutes the vote. This is, But this race was so close. In this race, Jamie Herrera Butler only got 22.28% of the vote, which is about 49,000 people. And Joe Kent got 50,097 votes, which is a 22.78%. And because we have this jungle primary, the top two people advance in the general election. However, in this race, the Republicans had one, two, three, four, five Republicans were in this race. So the Republicans split this vote five ways. How many candidates did the Democrats have in this race? One. And that candidate is going on to the general. So as Republicans, we need to do a better job of consolidating ourselves for the primary because we do have this jungle primary system. Joe Kent only won by 1,096 votes. When people say that your vote doesn't matter, well, it might not matter in a presidential election, but it really matters in the local, county, and state elections and those who are running for office in those races. And the county commissioner and the state representative and the representative in Congress has far more decision-making power and far more impact on your life than who the president is. These local elected people, city mayors, county commissioners, the county council, the Washington state legislature, and so on. These people make all the land use issue decisions, property rights decisions, taxation issue decisions. Just look what our governor has done to us in the last two and a half years where he still has a state of emergency declared and the state legislature has done so little about it. We can change this at the local level if Republicans voted. The problems that we're having here in the state of Washington has very little to do with who's the president and far more to do with who are representatives in the state legislature in Olympia and who the governor is. So yes, every vote matters because some of these races are decided by less than a thousand votes. I remember back in the, in the 2000s, some of the races, my husband was on running, helping run a lot of the campaigns, and some of these house state races were won by like 82 votes or 129 votes. It was a very slim margin. So yes, every vote is vital for the upcoming midterm elections this November. And it's absolutely important that every eligible voter votes. And the only reason that Joe Kent is going to show up on the fall ballot is because he won by 1,096 votes. 50,095 people voted for Joe Kent and 48,999 voted for Jamie Herrera-Butler. And this is of August 16th, August 17th, when I'm recording this podcast. And just between those two candidates alone, there was almost 100,000 votes cast, 99,094 votes to be exact. And the race was decided between the two of them by only 1,096 votes. And again, the Republican field was really diluted. And Joe Kent, that's why I think he had such trouble, such a fight to pull it out. But 1,096 votes is what made Joe Kent advance to the general and win the primary. This is a very close race, and yes, your vote counts. The other issue that comes up is voter fraud. And yes, 
voter fraud happens in every single election, but the real question is, is it statistically significant enough to sway the election or to change the outcome of an election? And often, yes, this is the case. If you've seen the movie 2000 Mules, which I highly recommend, and a mule is someone who harvested votes from all sorts of places and put them in ballot drop boxes in the middle of the night all throughout the presidential election between Trump and Biden, that was cheating on a large scale that did alter the outcome of an election. But all the years my husband was in the state legislature and all the campaigns we did, um, I think we did, gosh, nine of them. There's voter fraud in every election. The question is, is it statistically significant enough to change the outcome? And in Washington state, I would argue, yes, it has happened a few times, especially with paper ballots, because paper ballots are ripe for voter fraud. But again, does your vote matter? Well, if there's so many, if there's so much cheating, should I even, should I just skip voting? Well, no, whoever's counting the ballots, and we hope these are honest people, needs all the honest voters to vote, to tally those votes and to prove that those legitimate ballots are what won the election. So it's even more important to continue to vote in what's going on with our nation and the turmoil of election fraud because the honest ballots need to hopefully outweigh the dishonest ballots and the dishonest ballots won't be enough to sway an election. And this is a really tangled topic and I'm just brushing over the top of it. But I would encourage you not to lose heart. Keep voting. Encourage your like-minded friends to vote and participate in the republic that we have. And just because the system is messed up doesn't mean that those of us who care about America, who are patriots, who love our country, who love our state, and who understand the gem and the beauty of America and the priceless treasure that we have in our U.S. Constitution, we can't lose heart and just quit the system. We have to continue to vote. This is a beautiful country. And we need to keep fighting for it. We need every generation, as President Ronald Reagan said, every generation must uphold the liberties and values and constitution that we have, or we're doomed to lose it. We must uphold it. And so, yes, please vote. Even though there's controversy swirling around and there's all sorts of stuff going on, keep voting. If you like this podcast, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you listen on, and please share it with a friend. 